Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, today's show is going to be as serious as a heart attack. There's a, there's a war going on right now. It's, it's a cold war, a secret war. Not secret wars like the Marvel comics. It's kind of happening behind the scenes and it leaks out into the public at times intentionally, but it's a war you need to know about. This war involves Rudy Giuliani, obviously Donald Trump, Mike Flynn, Don Trump Jr., Cash Patel, Devin Nunes, Ron Johnson, and many others. And that war is the deep state intelligence community against the rest of us. And anyone representing the rest of us who has a problem with the deep state intelligence community. It's not a joke. They use the exact same tactics, the deep state intelligence community, every single time to take down anyone that starts sniffing the cam, putting the camel's nose under the tent, sniffing around. Don't you dare start sniffing around here. I'm going to walk you through this today piece by piece in an eye-opening show you're not going to want to miss from start to finish. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. I protect my data with a VPN. Get yours. Uh, go to ExpressVPN com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Loaded show today. Let's get right to it. I've also got some uh, viewer email feedback on uh, yesterday's show, which is really good at the end. You're not going to want to miss that. As I said, today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. You ever stop to wonder why internet access is cheap these days? Like 30 to 40 bucks a month? Well, there's a reason. The internet service providers, you know, the companies that provide your internet, they aren't just making money off subscription fees. They're making money off spying on your internet activity and selling that history and data to big tech companies. So what's the best way to make sure that 100% of your data is encrypted and that your ISP can't get a hold of it? You guessed it, a VPN with ExpressVPN like I have. ExpressVPN creates a secure tunnel between your devices and the internet so everything you do online is encrypted. It reroutes your connection through a secure server that blocks your ISP from seeing everything you do online. All they can see is that you're connected to an ExpressVPN server and nothing beyond that. It's not just for your phone or a computer. It works on a computer, it works on all your devices, tablets, smart TVs, even your router. So your entire family can always stay protected. I cannot stress this enough. ExpressVPN is really simple to use. Just open up the app, tap a button to connect. It's that it's really that simple. Your data is your business. Protect it with expressvpn.com slash Bongino. That's where you go, and you'll get three extra months free. Three extra months of ExpressVPN protection for free. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Expressvpn.com slash Bongino. All right, Joe. Let's go. All right. Uh, wait, wait, sorry. Again, it is Friday, Joe. If huh? you wouldn't mind your uh F- weekly Friday intro oh. in the worst 1960s game show voice you can muster, please. And it's Friday! <laughs> wow. yeah. hey, very- Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Joe's very excited today. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's get right to it. So, listen, folks. Um, I-, I appreciate that you all liked yesterday's show and the day before, and we touched on this disastrous situation going on with Rudy Giuliani right now. Um, but I'm serious. You know, I opened up the show and I hope you didn't perceive that to be melodrama because it's not. There really is a war going on right now. And, and what's kind of hilarious about this war, Rudy Giuliani being the latest victim of it, is when Giuliani announced via Twitter uh, this morning, Friday, that this investigation or last night on Tucker had been going on since 2019, um, liberal buffoons on Twitter, we're like, oh my gosh, so that happened under Bill Barr. This isn't a deep state plot. That's hilarious. 
that goes to show you how you don't understand the depth of what we're actually talking about. Bill Barr, Donald Trump, the whole point of a deep state and the argument I'm making that the deep state is so powerful and entrenched that Bill Barr and Donald Trump almost don't even matter. Matter of fact, they become victims of it is the point. I hope that makes sense to you. Liberals are celebrating this morning. Like Giuliani admitted last night that he's been targeted since 2019. But in 2019, Bill Barr was the attorney general. So he couldn't have been targeted. You're actually making our point. The deep state intelligence officials are so powerful that they don't even care. They'll target Bill Barr and the president himself. You don't believe me? Dan, come on. That's an exaggeration. Please don't believe me. Believe Chuck Schumer God of the scion of the left, small G God, who said it himself on the Rachel Maddow show a couple years ago. Check this out. But he's he's taking these shots, this antagonism, yep. this taunting to the intelligence Let me tell community. You, you take on the intelligence community, they have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you. So even for a practical, supposedly hard-nosed businessman, he's being really dumb to do this. What do you don't take my word for it? That's Chuck Schumer. Talking about Donald Trump at the time. The deep state doesn't care who the attorney general is. That's why it's the deep state. Not the silly state, not the stupid state, the deep state. They're so entrenched, some of these bureaucrats and swamp rats, that when you encroach on their territory and they don't like it, like Donald Trump, Rudy Giuliani, Mike Flynn, Don Trump Jr., Ron Johnson, Cash Patel, Devin Nunes, and others did, They'll take you down. Just listen to Chuck Schumer. Don't listen to me. Listen to him. He told you. You mess with these deep state intelligence officials. They'll, they have, what, seven ways from Sunday they'll get back at you? Folks, elements of the politicized intelligence community. The politicized IC, what I'm calling the deep state for the rest of this show, knew the Trump team had their number. They knew they had politicized the intelligence community. The intelligence community swamp knew it was using its ability to take people out. Again, just listen to uh, up Chuck Schumer right there. They knew they'd been doing this for decades. They knew Trump and his team weren't going to put up with it. So they became victims themselves. And what they started to do is they started to use the same tactics every time. And they put together a little hit list here. People they had to take out. So here's how we're going to lay this out for the show to make it really simple. The intelligence community thinks you're an enemy. You're going down. So I'm going to lay it out this way. We're going to go one by one through their targets. Giuliani, Flynn, others. We're going to open up with what they had. In other words, what did Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani have that scared the intelligence community swamp? And second, I'm going to show you how they repeat the same tactics to take all these people out when the IC swamp, the deep state swamp, has determined you have something they don't want you to have. Information, access, whatever it may be. Every single time, same tactic. And the tactic involves, don't ever forget this, investigating people and looking for crimes. Not what we should be doing in the intelligence community and law enforcement specifically, investigating crime or terrorism and then looking for the people who did it. Don't ever forget that. You can't walk into an NYPD precinct, an FBI office or a secret service office and say, I want to investigate Joe Armacost. Well, what do you want us to investigate Joe for? I don't know. Find something folks. That's not the way it works. 
That's the way it works with Gestapo tactics. In a constitutional republic, you walk into an NYPD office, an FBI office, or otherwise, and you say, I have a crime to report. You could say, I think Joe Armacos did it, but you don't say, go find Joe Armacos, and then we'll vent the crime later. You investigate crimes looking for people. You don't investigate people looking for crimes. That's what's happening right now. Let's get right to it. Here's the hit list. Here's hit list and the latest hit list member number one, Rudy Giuliani. The tactic they used, make them all tools for Russian disinformation so no one takes them seriously. <laughs> so I said I'd go through it methodically. What does Rudy Giuliani have that has intelligence officials loyal to the Democrats, their media allies, and now the Biden administration? What does Giuliani have that has them all a little scared? He has the goods on Hunter. Hunter B, Hunter Biden. Rudy's got the goods got hunter biden's hard drive you know with all the pictures with the women with the things and the the positions and stuff rudy's got that hard drive so rudy giuliani appeared last night on a tucker carlson show on fox and he said the fbi served a search warrant in his house while he was there looking for electronic materials a hard drive would be an electronic material electronic device but what's really fascinating is Rudy Giuliani told the FBI, hey, I have these hard drives here too, and they have something. And you'd think the FBI, if they were investigating a crime and looking for a person, would want that material. But when the FBI is investigating a person, Rudy Giuliani, and looking for a crime, that material wasn't interesting to them. What was it? Check this out. The agent seemed somewhat apologetic, I might say. They were very, very professional and very gentlemanly. The only time they got perturbed is at the end of the surge, when they had taken about, I'd say, seven or eight electronic items of mine, which is what they took, and, and two of someone else's. I, uh, th they weren't taking the three hard drives, which, of course, are electronic devices. They just mimic the, the computer. I said, well, don't you want these? And they said, what are they? I said, those are Hunter Biden's hard drives. And they said, no, 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 no. I said, are you sure you don't want them? I mean, the, the warrant required them to take it. And they said, no, no. And I, one last time, I said, don't you think you should take it to And they said, no. Now, Hunter Biden's hard drives fall within the scope of the subpoena. The subpoena required them to take all electronics. But they decided to leave that behind. And they also were completely content to rely on my word that these were Hunter Biden's hard drives. I mean, they could have been Donald Trump's. They could have been Vladimir Putin's. They could have been anybody's. But they relied on me, the man who had to be raided in the morning, uh, because I, well, I'm going to destroy the evidence. I've known about this for two years, uh, Tucker. I could have destroyed the evidence. years a year. I didn't destroy the evidence because the evidence is exculpatory. Hmm. Let me take a little note here. The FBI is investigating you and serves a search warrant. Just tell them hard drive is Hunter Biden's. Okay. You got that? Joe, you got that? In case you're ever under investigation. Yeah, that's a serious. Uh, that's good. Just in case, guys, if there's ever a search warrant in your house where someone, someone is investigating any crime that has a nexus to electronic materials, just make sure you put a little... What do they call those things? Um, 
the uh, the P, the P touch, the brother P touch thing, right? Just put a label on it. Hunter Biden's laptop. Don't worry, they won't want it. You got that note for you. He's, he's taking notes too. I have a little note right here. Uh, let me hold on. You got a brother P touch? We'll put it on my computer. Hunter Biden. Here, can we put it on my phone? Hunter Biden's phone. So, see, why would why would that happen? Why why would that happen? Because again, folks, in law enforcement and intel. You investigate crimes or terrorism, and then you look for people. You don't just randomly target people and then look for crimes and terrorism. Unless the person was your target the entire time and not the crime. Sounds kind of like Giuliani was a target. Why would Rudy Giuliani be a target? Again, what does he have? Rudy Giuliani has information on the corrupt Biden family, specifically Hunter Biden, and his hard drive from that disastrous sewage-filled uh, sewage laptop of his. And you'd think the Bureau investigating crimes would want it. No, no, no. They want Giuliani. Giuliani. They don't want crimes. So anything involving Hunter Biden, no good. So he has this material on Hunter. So how do you take Giuliani out? Well, you do the tactic they do every single time. You just say that Giuliani, to impeach his credibility, was the target of a Russian influence campaign. They keep doing that? Yeah, here's the headline. The Hill, Justine Coleman. Intelligence officials warned Trump that Giuliani was the target of a Russian influence campaign. Colon, report. Here, sources say Giuliani, Russian stooge. Keep in mind, these are media people. I'm sitting there this morning getting my coffee. Paula's inside doing her thing. Key's upstairs cutting stuff. Joe's in his crib cutting stuff there. And I said to Paula, you see this scam they pull every time? Every single time. The intelligence community puts a target, a hit list on your back, a big bullseye on your back. And all of a sudden, you're a, sources say you're a launderer of Russian disinformation. It doesn't matter if the information you have is accurate or not. Media people should care about that. The only question here, folks, correct, is, is the Hunter Biden hard drive Giuliani has with the photos of what looked like a wrestling match with women? It's not wrestling, okay? And other things, smoking stuff, right? The only question, is that real or not? No one's denying it's Hunter Biden's hard drive, but that's not the question for the intelligence community. It needs to take Giuliani out. The question is, how do we get Rudy Giuliani? The answer is serve a search warrant, find a crime later, don't worry about it, and then say he's a target for Russian disinformation. You got, Please tell me, you got the, tattoo it on your skull because you're going to see this same exact MO repeated again. Let's go to target number two. Lieutenant General Michael Flynn. What did Lieutenant General Michael Flynn have that made him a target of the deep state swamp and the intelligence community that just like Giuliani, they needed to they investigate Flynn. Don't worry, we'll find the crime later. Did Flynn commit a crime? No, no, no. Don't worry, just investigate him. We'll find one. Just like we're doing with Giuliani. So what did he have? Here, listen, I'm not chilling you my book. It's been out a while, but it's, it's my. this is my book, Follow the Money. You've seen it, wrote it. I don't know. It's about eight, nine months old now. But thanks to those who picked it up. But page 95 from my book, there's a whole chapter on how they did this to Mike Flynn. What did Mike Flynn have that the IC needed to take him out for? He had operational knowledge of how the intelligence community keeps blowing it. Page 95 of the book. 
tough-talking Stanley McChrystal asked Mike Flynn to write up an assessment of U.S. involvement in the country where U.S. forces had been hunkered down for eight years. Flynn embraced his Afghanistan intel evaluations with gusto. So Stanley McChrystal tasks Mike Flynn to go evaluate our intelligence community in Afghanistan. From the book, the results caused, in the words of columnist Max Boot, (laughs) quote, a minor earthquake in the Pentagon. Oh, it did? But that's an understatement. Flynn's analysis also sent reverberations to the CIA headquarters in Langley, Virginia. Flynn saw the wizard. The curtain was pulled back. Flynn was asked to evaluate the intel community. And the report he gave back to Langley and the Pentagon was, we're blowing it. Our intel community's not getting it done. And the intel community really didn't like that. Really didn't like that. Flynn had operational knowledge. Flynn then became a, uh, a, a, a Trump representative on the campaign trail. Flynn then became the appointed national security advisor for Donald Trump. We can't have a guy with that kind of J.U. Weiss into juice for the liberals who can't spell Dude, that kind of juice inside the White House. He's got to go. So let's investigate Flynn and find a crime. Did Flynn commit a crime? Don't worry. We'll make one up. Why else were they terrified about Mike Flynn? What else did he have? Well, through his operational knowledge, Mike Flynn was able to see in advance some of the hits coming on Donald Trump. You don't believe me? Here's the Horowitz report on the Spygate saga. The inspector general who looked in all the tactics they used to spy on Trump. Flynn knew what was going on early. Here it is right here. Quote, Horowitz report. According to an email Jim Comey sent to FBI officials on January 7th, 2017, Comey mentioned... During a briefing, a piece of the Steele report, you know, the PP stuff, a Steele reporting that indicated Russia had files on both Clinton and the president-elect. That'd be Donald Trump. So just to be clear, Comey's briefing them on, uh, on January 7th about this Steele stuff and, that, and the Russians, right? Comey's email stated that during this briefing, listen to this, a member of Trump's national security team asked during the briefing whether the FBI was trying to dig into the subsources to gain a better understanding of the situation. Comey responded in the affirmative. Let me translate that for you, folks. Jim Comey and the FBI, portions of the intelligence community at the upper level, they're trying to set up Donald Trump with the pee-pee tape stuff. Flynn goes, smells a rat because he has operational knowledge of how the IC has been politicized, the intelligence community. That's dangerous. The intelligence community can't have that. And starts asking Comey, quote, are you trying to dig into the subsources? In other words, Comey knows, Flynn knows, and Flynn knows, Comey knows, Flynn knows. Flynn looks at Comey, right? Winking a nod like, you're telling me that you have derogatory information on Trump from Russia? Where'd you get that from? Comey panics. Uh, uh, the pee-pee tape guy? Uh. They panicked. They knew Flynn had their number. They needed him out because they planned on setting up Trump. You don't believe me? Look, here's a legal filing from the Flynn team. Remember Peter Stroke who investigated this? Peter Stroke took notes. Stroke's notes, believed to be of January 4, 2017, just a few days before that briefing, by the way, reveal that President Obama, Comey, Sally Yates, Biden, and Susan Rice discussed the transcripts of Flynn's calls with the Russians and how to proceed against him. 
Obama himself directed that, quote, the right people investigate Flynn. This caused Comey to acknowledge the obvious. General Flynn's phone calls with Ambassador Kislyak, quote, appeared legit. And according to Stroke's own notes, it appears that Vice President Biden personally raised the idea of the Logan Act, which became a pretext to investigate Flynn. <laughs> they needed this guy out. Comey tells him, hey, Flynn's calls with the Russians were legit. His words in the FBI's own notes, they appear legit. Biden and Obama say, get the right people and investigate them anyway. Find a person, dig up the crime later. Here's the best part. How do you impeach Flynn's credibility? The same way you impeach Giuliani's credibility. Just say he's definitely a surrogate, a mule, a mark for the Russians. You don't believe me? There, CNN. Gloria Borgia, who still thinks Biden invented the vaccine. Quote, first on CNN, Russian officials bragged they could use Mike Flynn to influence Trump. Sources say. <laughs> sources say. So these are the same intel community sources that said the PP tape was real, the dossier was real, that Trump colluded with the Russians, that Giuliani's a Russian mark. Those are the same sources. And of course, suckers at CNN, like Gloria Borgia, Jim Shuto, Marshall Cohen, and Pamela Brown suck it right up. Same tactic, folks, every single time. You got something the IC community doesn't like, the intelligence community? Just say they're a Russian stooge and idiots in the media will suck it right up. All right, let me get to my second sponsor. On the other side of this, I'll show you how they pulled the exact same thing on Don Trump Jr. Every single time. Parents, listen up. Here's what's being taught in some public schools. There's no difference between boys and girls, critical race theory, and that math is racist. Social justice is more important than reading and writing. And thanks to Joe Biden, teachers unions just got tens of billions in COVID cash to push all of this garbage in public school classrooms. You want this for your kids? Of course you don't. That's why you need to consider Freedom Project Academy. Unlike public schools, Freedom Project Academy has perfected live online learning for more than a decade. They've been at this for a while. Built on Judeo-Christian values and a classical curriculum, Freedom Project Academy is dedicated to providing mastery of subject matter, not leftist junk propaganda. Go to freedomforschool.com. That's freedomforschool.com to request your free information packet today. They fill up fast. There's a reason the average high school graduates enter a college reading at a seventh grade level. Don't let your child be a victim of this. Go to freedomforschool.com today. Get your child a real education, free of propaganda from Freedom Project Academy. That's freedomforschool.com, freedom, F-O-R-school.com. Go today. Highly, highly recommended. Okay. So next on their hit list, we had Rudy, General Flynn, Don Jr. Same tactics, folks. Same tactics every single time. Well, what did Don Jr. have that the IC community was worried about? Don Jr. had two things, access and a voice. Don was very vocal on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and elsewhere. Don was an active surrogate for his dad, had obviously had access to his father. This was a danger, so he had to be taken out too. You want to see the whole sources say again? Here we go. Don Jr. had access. Don Jr. need to be taken out. New York Times, Larry Buchanan and Karen Urishi. 
The Russia meeting with Don Jr. at Trump Tower was to discuss adoption. Then it wasn't. How accounts have shifted. Look at all the players involved in that meeting there. New York Times even has a photo array for us. Paul Manafort, Don Jr., Jared Kushner were in this meeting with these Russians, folks. You see the tactics? Here we go again. But look at the other players. This is important. Because if the media was interested in facts, they'd notice something interesting about the players. Rob Goldstone, Natalia Veselnitskaya, Anatoly Samachornev, Renat Akhmetshin, and Arakli Kavaledzi. So just to be clear, the narrative, because you got to take out Don Jr. too, one of the most effective, if not the most effective surrogate for his father, you got to get rid of him. How do we do it? Sources say he's connected to Russians. Look at this meeting. What's the problem with the Russians in the meeting? You think the media would have reported on, but because the media is effectively working for the intelligence community swamp right now, the media never does any homework. Don't worry, I'll do it for you. So here was the, one of the guys in the meeting, Sama Chornev, you just saw in the New York Times photo. They don't put any of this in their New York Times story, by the way, not that I saw. Here's the FBI's actual notes with Sama Chornev, the translator, at the interview with Don Jr., with the Russians. Sama Chornev told them there was no smoking gun. There was not a discussion about dirt on Hillary Clinton. I thought that's what the media told us it was about. Matter of fact, Sama Chornev did not think Hillary Clinton was mentioned by name at the meeting at all. Sama Chornev had not heard Veselnitskaya saying anything about dirt on Hillary. Veselnitskaya did not offer any materials during the meeting and no papers were exchanged. Additionally, there was no follow-up to the meeting that Sama Chornev knows about. So just to be clear, the New York Times has the story written. Why? Because the deep state intelligence community swamp gave it to them. Sources say Don Jr. is connected to Russians, just like Giuliani and Flynn. Oh, my gosh. Look at all these Russians in the meeting. This translator, Sama Chornev. Yeah, yeah, they interviewed him. He said the meeting had nothing to do with Hillary Clinton. Did you miss that, New York Times? Of course you did. Who else was in the meeting? These evil Russians. Here was another guy, Renat Akhmetshin. You saw his picture in that New York Times piece. Well, what's the problem with Renat Akhmetshin? Here's an article in the Daily Caller by Chuck Ross from 2018, 2018. Russian-American lobbyist, Akhmetshin, at Trump Tower meeting, described how he knew Hillary Clinton and her associates. <laughs> Notice how this being connected to Russians is only a crime that needs to be investigated, air quotes, when it's Rudy Giuliani, Mike Flynn, and anyone in the Trump circle. But when the same people who meet with Don Jr. say nothing happened, and then one of the people in the meeting says, no, no, I knew Hillary Clinton pretty well and her team, then all of a sudden it's not a crime worthy of investigating. Isn't that weird? That is just so strange. I, I can't figure it out. Who, who was another attendee of that meeting? Because remember, Donald Trump met with Russians. He's got to be a mule for the Russians. Definitely, right? Natalia Veselnitskaya was there, another Russian. Here's an article by CNS News by Susan Jones from a while ago. Fusion GPS, you know, the company to put together the PP tape for Hillary Clinton that attacked Donald Trump, the dossier. That's the company. Fusion GPS's Glenn Simpson dined with Russian lawyer Veselnitskaya before and after her meeting at Trump Tower. Ah, man, oh, golly, so strange. How the company hired by Hillary Clinton to investigate Don Trump Sr. 
and who made up the PP tape stuff and the steel dossier, that same company had dinner before and after this meeting with Don Jr. at Trump Tower. But those meetings with Russians, no investigation there at all. None. Remember, meeting with Russians, knowing Russians, drinking Russian vodka, smelling Russian perfume on the streets of Moscow is a crime worthy of investigating as long as you're a Trump Circle member. Otherwise, it's A-OK. Same scam every single time. There's more. Sorry, had a hard workout this morning. Sometimes I get a little itchy during the show. Joe had the head scratching sound effect. That's his sound effect. That's, this is me actually scratching my head. I know, I sweat sometimes in the morning. It takes forever to cool down. Here's another target. Again, we'll lay out what he has that has the intelligence community all hot and bothered. And I'll show you the exact same tactic again. Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin, who's been a bulldog on the Hunter Biden stuff. He's got a lot of material on Hunter Biden. Influence operations. The president's son, Hunter Biden, taking money from enemies of the United States and other foreign governments. Potential influence operations by China to influence the Biden family through their son. Ron Johnson's got the goodies. And I don't mean that horrible candy corn. I mean the real goodies. Like you go there for Halloween, they give you Kit Kats and Twix. Those kind of goodies. I'm not a candy corn guy. Here we go. NBC News. Senator Ron Johnson releases findings of Hunter Biden probe alleging conflict of interest. Talks all about his Hunter Biden's time at Burisma in Ukraine. Connections to China, to Russian oligarchs. Russian oligarchs. I thought connections to Russian oligarchs oligarchs were a really bad thing. Shame on you. They're only bad if they involve Republicans and friends of Trump. If you're a Democrat like Hunter Biden, connections to Russian oligarchs, payoffs from Russian oligarchs. A-OK to be celebrated. So now we know the intelligence community has to, of course, take out Ron Johnson, too, and impeach his credibility. We thought they were about gathering intelligence. Ha! Talking about these upper-level bureaucrats, so we're clear. Here we go again. Today, you wonder why I'm bringing this all up today? Obviously, I'm bringing it up because of Rudy Giuliani. But I woke up this morning, and before I check Bongino report in the morning, I always check to see what the far-left liberal lunatic side Drudge is doing, because they're our primary competitor at Bongino report. And of course, Drudge is headlining this garbage, which he always does because he's a far left. Uh, the site's full. I don't know about Drudge personally. The site's populated by leftist lunatics now. Story, Washington Post. FBI warned Giuliani and a key Trump ally in the Senate of a Russian disinformation campaign targeting. Here we go again. Every single time. Every time. And these suckers in the media, Ellen Nakashima, Shane Harris, and Tom whatever, Every single time they fall for this. You would think the people at the Washington Post would say, is Giuliani's information legitimate? We can discuss where he got it later. Legitimately so. I have no problem with that. We can discuss where Ron Johnson got the information to, and we should. But is the information real? They don't want to do that because it is real. So what do they do? Russian marks, Ron Johnson, Rudy Giuliani, mules. Got to take them out. Here we go. Screenshot one from the Washington Post piece today. The FBI warned Rudy Giuliani in late 2019. He was the target of a 
<laughs> Here we go. Russian influence operation aimed at circulating falsehoods intended to damage Biden. You got the narrative? Circulating false. The Washington Post writes it because sources say in the intel community that they're falsehoods. The Washington Post has no evidence that Giuliani's possession of the hard drive of Hunter Biden is false or that it's not Hunter Biden's. No one's denied it's Hunter Biden's laptop. It doesn't matter to the Washington Post. Sources in the intel community told them it came from Russia. Every single mm, 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 time, every time. I shouldn't say the Washington Post falls for it because they know what they're doing. The Washington Post is an arm of the intelligence community. Simple as that. It's not falling for anything. They're doing it on purpose. So you don't ask the question, wait, wait, wait. Is Ron Johnson, is his information about Hunter Biden legitimate? Is it true? Is Giuliani's information on Hunter Biden true? They don't want to ask that. So the default is, don't worry, we'll use our newspaper to say it's Russian disinformation. Here's the second part of the Washington Post piece. Because Ron Johnson's onto their tricks and he's had enough of their BS. The FBI last summer gave a defensive briefing to Johnson, who ahead of the election used his purchase, chairman of Homeland Security, uh, the committee, the committee to investigate Biden's dealings with Ukraine while he was vice president. His son, Hunter Biden, held a lucrative seat on Burisma board. Johnson, a staunch Trump ally, recalled receiving a vague warning from FBI briefers in August. But he said Thursday there was no substance to their cautionary message, and he did not view the meeting as a defensive briefing on his oversight of the Biden's family's foreign business ventures. Johnson knows exactly what the FBI is doing here. They go and brief you, brief you, I'm using air quotes here, about a Russian threat because it's the intelligence community swamp. They need to tie you to Russia. That way, later on, when you put out information that's true, that makes intelligence community figures uh, and people intelligence, the intelligence community wants to protect like Joe Biden look bad. They can say, Hey, we warned you. We briefed on, we briefed you that this was Russian disinformation. It's not. They just want to have it on record that they did it. And Ron Johnson understands their tricks. They tried this on Devin Nunes too, multiple times. Speaking of Devin Nunes, I'm going to let me get to my next uh, sponsor. And I got two more. Then I want to just show you some stuff from yesterday's show. It's great. Some viewer emails you're going to love. There's another two targets that are the same exact thing every time. Today's show brought to you by Power Air Fryer. Listen, this is an awesome gift for Mother's Day. Make their life simple. Appliances take up a whole boatload of space, right? You got a toaster, air fryer, grills, et cetera, toast. You know, they take up space all on your counter. That's why you got to check out the Power XL Air Fryer Grill. We get really great feedback on it. People love it because you can replace eight. You can replace eight. Gee's a huge fan. What are you making it? Because I'm a Nuggets guy. Fries. There we go. See, I'm a Nuggets. I love Nuggets. I know. I my diet's not fancy, folks. I like my Nuggets. And no better place than to make it in a Power XL. Replaces eight appliances. It's an air fryer, grill, rotisserie, convection oven, pizza oven, griddle, deep fryer, toaster oven, all in one. And it does it all good, by the way. The Power XL cooks with hot air, not oil. So cook healthier with up to 70% fewer calories from fat. And you get that nice crisp on the nuggets. My nuggets guy. And you can cook for the whole family. Fits over four times more food than a traditional air fryer. It cooks much faster. Saves you time. The secret's the heating elements from above, the side, and below the grill plate, plus the turbo blades that distribute heat evenly throughout the entire cooking surface. Comes with a ton of accessories, a nonstick grill plate, crisper tray, baking pan, drip tray, and oven rack. And they're all dishwasher safe, so cleanup's really easy. 
That's why it's the number one brand fair fryers in the U.S. and the number one brand in my house. Paula makes empanadas in there too, by the way, and they're nice and crispy on the outside. Ah, I like that little crunch. Power XL Air Fryer comes with a 90-day money-back guarantee. Right now, they have an exclusive offer just for Dan Bongino Show listeners. If you go to trypowerxl.com and use promo code Bongino, you'll get 10% off plus free shipping and a free cookbook. Where do you go? trypowerxl.com. Use our promo code Bongino. One last time, try, T-R-Y, powerxl.com and use code Bongino. Power XL Air Fryer uh, Fryer Grill also makes a great Mother's Day gift. Try PowerXL.com. Use promo code Bongino. All right. Thanks, PowerXL. All right, back to the show. Here's another one. Two more, folks. Two more. By the way, I could do this all day. I could do it on Jeff Sessions. I could do it on Bill Barr. I could do it on every. But in the interest of time, we'll get to two. One you may have heard of, one you may not have. You know the story of Cash Patel? Cash Patel. Deep State Swamp, IC, Intelligence Community Swamp, hates Cash Patel. Dan, who's Cash Patel? Cash Patel was basically the guy uh, working with Devin Nunes, who broke the entire spying operation on the Donald Trump campaign and presidency wide open. If you'd like to read the story of how he did it, there'll be an article in my newsletter today, Bongino.com slash newsletter. You can check this out at the Epic Times. The inside story of how Spygate was uncovered by lead investigator Cash Patel, who tells all. Patel worked with Devin Nunes, knew everything about the Spygate scandal, how they targeted Flynn, how they targeted Trump, how they made up the PP tape, how they worked with Hillary Clinton to do it. Cash Patel knew it all. So what does Cash Patel have that the IC found to be a threat to them? He had the goods on Spygate and how they did it. So of course, Patel had to go out too. How to get investigated for Russian and foreign connections. Gina Haspel, big time deep stater, former head of the CIA. Uh, Gina Haspel, she really didn't like Cash Patel. But she was a member of the Trump team. Was she really? You sure about that? Axios, scoop. Gina Haspel threatened to resign over plan to install Cash Patel as CIA deputy. Oh. God forbid you get a guy as a deputy of the CIA who actually knows what some members of the CIA may have been up to in the Spygate scandal. Can't have that. Washington Examiner, Jerry Dunleavy and Dan Chaitlin. DOJ investigating whether Russiagate inquirer Cash Patel leaked classified information. Remember, <laughs> if you're a Republican or a friend to Trump, a friend to the United States, as a matter of fact, trying to maintain the rule of law and prevent abuses by the intel community. You're no friend of some at the top of the IC. Believe me, they hate me too. I'll be the next one on this list. So of course, Cash Patel had to get investigated. Quote, Washington Examiner, the alleged inquiry was revealed in a column Friday by Washington Post columnist David Ignatius. (laughs) David Ignatius, hilarious, known deep state Wart on the arse of humankind. Intelligence community surrogate, David Ignatius, who cited, here we go, folks, (laughs) two knowledgeable sources who requested anonymity. Of course, Ignatius is happy to publish these two sources. Yes, we're investigating Cash Patel because you have to investigate members of the Trump team and you have to find the crimes later. Here's our last one. Of course, you all know the story of the great Devin Nunes who worked with Cash Patel and uncover Spygate. <laughs> Here we go again. A story leaked to CNN, folks. 
Devin Nunes declines to say whether he received foreign information meant to damage Biden. Devin Nunes was hot on the trail of the IC, and look what happened. Received information. Sources say. Fall for it every time. The minute the intelligence community, just like Chuck Schumer says, thinks someone's sniffing down their backs. What do you guys got back there? All of a sudden, sources say connected. They, they, I'm surprised. It'll happen to me. Sources will tell the Washington Post, David Ignatius, tomorrow that when I traveled to Russia, I've been to Russia twice. Oh my gosh, I've been to Russia. Armacost's been to Russia too. We're definitely getting investigated now. No doubt. He's traveled overseas too. I'm sure he'll be next. All of us. Sources say. You get it? Hope I tied that up for you. You think this Rudy Giuliani thing is legit? <laughs> I'm sorry you're falling for this again. All right. Um, moving on. So uh, I told you I had posted on my parlor account some of these questions. And uh, as if on cue, I get it. It wasn't an answer to me, but I always told you this is one of the things that perplexed me. So I'm at the Bungino and Parlor. And last weekend, I'm sitting around and I'm serious. Like these questions, I really would like an answer because they're dilemmas for liberals because these two things can't be true. And one of the questions I asked, if you look at question three, I posted last weekend, I took the screenshot a while ago. That's why it says one day ago, but it says if high taxes work, serious question, folks, if high taxes work, then why do liberals refuse to voluntarily pay more? I've said this repeatedly. If you really believe that paying more in taxes is a public good, then why don't you just voluntarily pay more? As if on cue, I see this yesterday. This is a radical leftist congresswoman from California, Sarah Jacobs. She says, quote, on her Twitter account, tax me more. <laughs> so hat tip Andrew Follet, or Follett, sorry if I'm saying your name wrong, who responded back to her. Okay, here's the Department of Treasury instructions. You can pay more. Write the check. Stroke the check, Sarah. Nobody's stopping you. Ladies and gentlemen, screenshot this right here. Here it is. All the liberals out there want to pay more. Here are the instructions. Fiscal.treasury.gov slash public slash gifts to government. It says this at the Department of Treasury. Stroke the check, libs. Go write it. You won't because you're fakes and you're phonies. You won't do it. Stroke the check tomorrow. Send me a screenshot of your check. I'll put it on the show. At least you'd be a man or woman of principle. Send all of your money. Here's how you do it. You can write a check or money order payable to the U.S. Treasury. And in the memo section, notate that it's a gift to the United States. These are real instructions. I will even give you the address. Again, hat tip Andrew Follet. Make your check or money order payable to the address below. Quote, gifts to the United States, U.S. Department of Treasury, reporting and analysis branch two, P.O. Box 1328, Parkersburg, West Virginia, 26106-1328. Go right ahead, Libby's. Stroke the check. Stroke away. <laughs> Get the joke? Go ahead. Send me a copy, Sarah. Send me a copy of the check. Write your check. Lead by example. Send 10K. Gee, I was talking to him before the show. He's like, she's probably got a little bit of dough. Congress gets paid pretty well. What, a buck 75 a year? Write a $10,000, $20,000 voluntary gift. I'm serious. Go ahead. I'll put it on the show. I'm dead serious. It's not a joke. I'm not trying to embarrass you. Stroke the check, Sarah. Stroke the check. Send me a screenshot. DM me or whatever it may be. 
Send me the screenshot and I will put it on my show. And I'm not kidding. It's not a joke. I will praise you for at least being someone of integrity. You said you wanted to pay more. Stroke the check. I'm not kidding. I will say on the show that at least Sarah Jacobs, who I disagree with, which is true on policy, at least she had some integrity. 1020K gift to the U.S. government. There you go. Good job. Stupid to waste your money that way, but you at least have some integrity. There's no way she does it, by the way. No way. If she does, I, I'm telling you, I'll put it on the show. Everybody should go on her social media accounts and tweet to her to do it. Send her those instructions. Would you all do me that favor? Call her office too and send her the instructions, please. And tell her the Dan Bongino show wants a copy of the check, a photo, and we will advertise that she is a woman of principle. Not kidding. You have my word on that. She can blank out the bank numbers, the ABA numbers, whatever they are. All right, I want one last break. And on the other side of this, I want a hat tip of a, a, a regular listener, viewer. Cole, you know who you are. Cole S, we'll call him. Sent me a great, great article proving my point yesterday about how Biden's promoting one of the biggest economic hoaxes in American history and suckers keep falling for it. Great job. I, that'll probably be where we have to end, have to end today on, on a Friday. All right. Our last sponsor is Armacost's favorite, of course. Big Joe loves Rock Auto. RockAuto.com. Mm -hmm. Listen, chain stores have different price tiers for pros, mechanics, and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com, nah, nah. There's the same low prices for everyone. Reliably low. RockAuto.com always, always offers the lowest possible prices rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com's for everyone. Does not require membership or any fancy account logins. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com like Joe does to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They got everything. Engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The Rock, don't waste money. The RockAuto.com catalog is easy to navigate. Joe, how easy is it? Is it easy? You're there all the time. Oh, yeah. You know man. it's easy, right? Real easy, yep. Thank you. This is, thank you. Armacost's favorite. He loves his favorite sponsor. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle. Choose the brands, specs, and prices you prefer. He still makes me laugh. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low. The same for pros and do-it-yourselfers. Don't spend up to twice as much for the same parts. Go today, RockAuto.com. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Just do us one favor, please, so they know we sent you. There's a box on their website. How did you hear about us? Just write my last name, Bongino, in there, please. We would really appreciate it so they know we sent you over. Great selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. All right. So we played this video yesterday of Joe Biden during his State of the Union doing what every liberal Democrat and every really every Democrat does, promoting the biggest economic hoax in the last hundred years. It's been going around for a century. The hoax of trickle-down economics. You doubt me? I'm sorry to replay this, but it's important in light of some updates I have for you. Here was Joe Biden during his joint address, uh, not a State of the Union, joint address, where he, again, promotes the trickle-down hoax. Check this out. My fellow Americans, trickle-down. Trickle-down economics has never worked. It's time to grow the economy from the bottom and the middle out. Trickle down. There we go again. Now, I know many of you listening, you, you, some of you know I beat these things to death like I used to beat to death 
the infamous Clinton surplus that never happened. The Clinton surplus, Clinton surplus, there's no such thing. Remember that? I used to get my older, you have to be an older listener. I used to discuss it all things. It drives me crazy. It's just not true. There's no Clinton surplus. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm bringing this up again because it really, I don't want to say it, isses me off if you get it. There's no such thing. There is no trickle down. Here's Thomas Sowell again. We played this yesterday. I played it again today because it's going to be important. Thomas Sowell saying, this is a total fairy tale. There is no trickle down. Check this out. Trickle, where does this phrase trickle down come from? Oh, I don't know. It was as far back as, uh, as, the, as the first, as the uh, Roosevelt administration. Uh, there is absolute, it, it is a, an incredible like, thing. It's, there is a non-existent theory that is constantly being attacked. Uh, some years ago in my newspaper column, I challenged anybody to cite any economist outside of an insane asylum who had ever made that argument. Nobody ever, ever, ever came up with a single person. So when Barack Obama says in this past July, quote, we were told that prosperity Ask him would- who told him. Nobody told him. Nobody no told him. No economist has ever held that. No, no politician has no, ever said it. I don't know of anybody who's ever said it. In fact, uh, when I put this out, and I went, went out a nationally syndicated column, uh, various people uh, wrote me and said, well, so-and-so said that so-and-so said it. But find me the person who said it. I don't want to hear how you- a said that B said, find me B and show me where he said it. <laughs> this Thomas Sowell is a legend. He is irreplaceable. There are two words that are used inappropriately in the English language I hate. I can't stand. And I'm going to say this in the opening of my radio show, May 24th, Monday, May 24th, when we start. So make sure you listen. Two words, literally and unique. People use them wrong all the time. Literally when they mean figuratively, and they say unique when something's not unique. Thomas Sowell is literally unique. There's never another going to be another. There's no trickle down. He says it right. Everybody goes, no, no. Obama says, people tell us, nobody told you. There is no trickle down. Here, you want the proof? Hat tip again, Cole, who emailed me this uh, last night or this morning. <laughs> Here's a, another leftist magazine or semi-leftist magazine trying to pretend trickle down exists. Here, headline, Why Trickle-Down Economics Works in Theory But Not in Fact by Kimberly Amadio and Eric Estevez. You may say, Dan, trickle-down exists. Thebalance.com is writing about it right there. No, no, look at the footnote. Look at the footnote. This is important. This goes to show you how liberals propagate myths and suckers believe it. The first footnote, Wharton School of Business. Does trickle-down economics add up or is it a drop in the bucket? You're like, wow, trickle-down exists, Dan. They said it in the headline, and they footnoted the Wharton School of Business. So Cole was kind enough to actually go to the Wharton School of Business and read the article. Here it is. Does trickle-down economics add up, or is it a drop in a bucket? Dan, Wharton's talking about trickle-down. It exists. Does it? Because when you scroll down in the piece, you get this. <laughs> this is awesome. Many others have pointed out the folly of using the term trickle-down economics that no real economic model or serious school of thought stands behind what has long been a term of art at the intersection of politics and media. Here's a professor from Wharton, Mr. Gomes here. I have a little bit of a hard time with the terminology and the idea of trickle-down economics. Although everyone in the popular press has a somewhat different characterization of what this means, this is not something we have tested or seriously theorized about as economists... <laughs> This is the greatest moment in the history of the Dan Bongino show. I know my standards may be low. I'm sorry. 
You know I love economics. It's my passion. There is nothing I like more than proving a point through liberals who think they're proving the opposite point. There's no trickle down. If they write an article on trickle down and their first footnote is an article saying there's no trickle down. <laughs> this may be one of these things. I get it. That I think is funny and literally, literally, not figuratively, no other human being on the planet thinks it's just me. Just me. It's unique to me. But that's okay. Great job, Cole. Awesome. Let's <laughs> write an article about trickle down. First footnote. There's no such thing as trickle down. <laughs> Proving Thomas Sowell's point again. It doesn't matter. Your liberal friends will still insist there is a theory of trickle-down economics. And they'll do exactly what Sowell said. They'll tell you their friend told them about it who heard it from another friend. All right. We got to, you said it would be amazing if I got through this, didn't you? Are you impressed? Thank you. Paul would be impressed too. Last story of the day, but an important one. Folks, quick one, but critical. What the hell's going on with the census count? You know, on Tuesday or Monday show, I forget which one, we talked about the redistricting that just happened based on the updated census we conduct every 10 years. It just wrapped up in 2020. And because of the massive exodus of people from liberal states into Texas and Florida, Texas picked up two congressional seats because it's based on population, which grew, obviously. Florida picked up one. North Carolina picked up one. Montana picked up one. Colorado picked up one because people are exiting blue states. California, Illinois, and New York, all big, deep blue states, all lost people. But folks, did they lose more people? Did someone sabotage the census to prevent New York, California, and Illinois from losing even more representation in Congress? Look at this gem by the Wall Street Journal. What happened to census, uh, quote, sabotage? Contrary to fears last year, discrepancies helped blue states. Look at this. There are massive discrepancies between what they expected the population loss to be and population gains in blue states and red states. And what actually happened? What's going on here? I know the left. theory. How about we just check the data first and you clam up for a minute and just listen to numbers and things? Listen to this one. New York's count, population count, was a whopping 818,000 people higher than the Bureau's estimate, which is probably why it only lost one seat rather than two, as they predicted. So New York's population was higher than they thought? Hmm. A lot higher. Counts were also far higher than the Bureau's estimates. And what do these states have in common, folks? New Jersey, almost 400,000 more people than they expected. Pennsylvania, 200,000. Illinois, 197,000. Massachusetts, 131,000. California, 119,000. And Maryland, 117,000. What do those states have in common? They're all blue states. It's like a parasite there. You sure? On the other hand, Arizona's count was lower than estimated, 242,000 lower, which may have costed a seat, you know, a purple state. Counts in Florida were 150,000 lower, you know, a red state, North Carolina, red state was 142,000 lower, and Texas was 140,000 lower. All the red states, lower population counts by large margins. All the blue states, larger population counts by large margins than estimates. That's really weird. You may say, well, Dan, how does that stack up against historical data? You know, estimates versus reality. Oh, fair enough. We have that too. 
from the journal article. The disparities between the Bureau's counts, the Census Bureau, and estimates were smaller in 2010 and didn't show any regional or partisan bias. Only Florida, North Carolina, Arizona, and Georgia, New York, uh, and Illinois had counts that were off by more than 100,000. And Florida was only off by 164. What happened? I don't know. I don't promote conspiracy theories I don't under, understand or don't have... Uh, I mean, if I wouldn't understand them because they'd be conspiracy theories, they'd be made up. But I would think right now would probably be a good time for people in the inspector general's office and elsewhere to start looking at why New York's population count was 800,000 people off the estimate, which benefited New York, California, Massachusetts, and elsewhere, and took away from Florida and Texas, red states. Now, in the piece, they suggest a couple explanations why there might have been a mild disparity including the fact that a lot of the blue states advertise their census and that some moves happen before or after a certain date. But does that explain why Florida and Texas, the estimates were so, so off? And New York and California got a big, big boost? I'm just asking questions. Are we, are we allowed to do that? Again, I thought the media was interested in this stuff, but outside of the Wall Street Journal, uh, no one else appears interested at all in why blue states seem to benefit significantly from census counts that were way, way off. No one else last year. It'll be a conspiracy. Next thing you know, the Russians. The Russians did it. It'll be the Russians. The Russians got into the Census Bureau. That's how they did it. They'll blame Devin Nunes and Rudy Giuliani. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Been a great week. Please go back and listen to my interview with President Trump. If you missed it, it is on our Rumble account, rumble.com slash Bongino. While you're there, click the subscribe button. Again, it's free. There's no payment there. It's Rumble is all free, rumble.com slash Bongino. Thank you. We reached 1.51 million subscribers on Rumble. That's a whole boatload. It's twice as many as we have on ScrewTube, the communists over there. People are getting tired of them. Um, and please call your local radio stations, email them, tweet to them, parlor to them, Facebook to them. Uh, May 24th, my radio show starts. Ask if they're going to carry the Dan Bongino show. We'd really appreciate it. Thanks for everything, folks. You've been a great audience this week and uh, the whole year, man. You guys are awesome and ladies. I really appreciate it. I'll see you on Monday. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right. Going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening wherever you listen. <laughs>